Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 10% skill, 10% luck, 5% Need his name up in lights, he just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much, never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck. Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact. The many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, let a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% Well, I hope so, because the portal comes open, you know, on Friday And, uh, next Friday, so and obviously with the kids that we have that are committed, I think the, the you want to be right, but you also want to be uh, as fast as you possibly can. You know, you would like to get some guys in here maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, so they could talk to the kids uh, before uh, we need to go out on the road. But I don't know if that's possible or not, but obviously we've been in conversations with several several different people. All right, that is Sam Pittman. We welcome you to the zone on a magnificent Monday. It was not a great weekend to be a Razorback fan, but hopefully brighter days are ahead. We are live on the road today, and we are excited about this week from a Razorback basketball standpoint as the Hogs host Duke midweek, and we are at Elias Mexican Grill, the perfect stop-off on the way to the hill to fill up your belly and put a smile on your face, and that way, regardless of the outcome between the Blue Devils and the Hogs, you're going to be feeling great about yourself. So we want you to pop in and see us for lunch today or come in and see everybody this week because, let's be honest, you're tired of turkey. But uh, you can also pick up some cool gear to get yourself decked out for the big game coming up this week. So uh, as a Razorback fan, Wes, not the best week, I guess. It was a tough football game on Friday. I think we all felt good about Missouri winning the game. Didn't expect Arkansas to be run off the field like that. Um, and then basketball-wise, disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, you know, we were talking about on the drive up here to Moralton. Short drive, by the way. Um, it's typical muscleman. We get overhyped about these teams, especially when they show some signs early on of uh, being a little bit different than what they've been in the past where, you know, you got guys knocking down jump shots and things of that nature. He's going to toy around so much early in the season. It's going to be hard to be consistent and to win a lot of games against top-notch competition. They seem to settle a little more early on who's going to be their rotation, and Arkansas is playing around with a bunch of guys at this point still. So I don't think anybody should get discouraged about what they saw at uh, Atlantis, but, you know, we were certainly hoping for at least a couple of wins. Yeah, and they were, they were lucky to, to get a, one. Yeah, yeah, but then, they, again, they, they could have, you know, they were right there with Memphis, and if they'd have made some plays down the street, look, North Carolina finished the half, they're up, and then North Carolina goes on a run. Then Arkansas came on a run, but then North Carolina finishes on a run. I think that the, the thing that was discouraging for me was the offense, and it was just kind of, it's ugly. Yeah. It's just not... I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to do. There just doesn't seem to be flow to it. Um, it, And I didn't think that was going to be a problem with this team because I thought with all the players that they added, you know, the Tremont Mark, and God, he was so good against North Carolina. Uh, Ellis, where's he been? Uh, And Caleb Battle. You know, I thought, well, that's three guys that can score. Offense isn't going to be a problem for this team. Once he gets them to play defense, this is going to be a good team. And, and the offense just wasn't there. Yeah. You know, you can blame it on the low ceilings uh, there at the uh, the ballroom that they played in. Uh, the shots weren't falling for the first couple of games. Uh, but then Tremont Market obviously figured it out. But Jeez. I, it, it's just watching. It's just not. Even that part was the, pleasing yeah. to watch, the yeah. offense. It's, well, just, it's just not that brand. And, and Devo, when he was with us, he, he even mentioned it. 
once we start playing the defense we want to play, we're creating turnovers. It's going to create some easy baskets for us, some opportunities, and those aren't coming yet. Well, it took, you know, and that was the other thing, too, about Mark. He goes off in the last game and gets hurt, and it was a scary moment. And luckily, he's apparently going to be okay. I know he had to go. He was hospitalized for a bit, but he uh, they sent a release out and said he was released. And, you know, anyway, it sounds like things are going to be okay there, but that was scary, and obviously he went off. Yeah, Arkansas took double overtime to beat Stanford in the first game, and that was a very entertaining game. And, of course, they hit a big three to force the second one. And uh, it was a it was an interesting game to watch for sure. Um, got uh, 25 in that one from Mark as well. So he certainly had a big-time uh, performance down in Atlantis, and hopefully he's healthy and good to go. But, yeah, it was a little frustrating for sure. I think for fans, most people, at least from my social media this weekend, more concerned by far about what's going on with the football team and the program. And people are frustrated, and I get it. And so, you know, I don't understand some of the takes from people. I do understand some of the takes from people. But um, there are some things that are a little bit confounding to me, I guess, about what's going on up there. And this is a big week for the program, obviously. You just heard Sam Pittman on the, coming into the show about um, wanting to do it sooner rather than later with the, you know, portal situation. And, you know, guys want to know who their OC is going to be. I mean, Texas A&M make, making a head coaching change, and Max Johnson didn't even wait around to see who the new guy was going to be. He just took off. Well, let's go play somewhere. Well, at least he's in the portal for now. Yeah, he is for now. And maybe he'll be Elko's guy. Maybe yeah, he'll come he back. He could be. That's, you know, the portal is, you can always go back, and he may do that. I was surprised because his brother's the tight end there. And yeah. you got that little connection, but maybe he just does, sees the writing on the wall. But then again, without the, you know, you don't know who the coach is. You don't know what he's going to think at quarterback, so it is surprising. Uh, i got to think Arkansas makes a move this week in the next couple of days because it's so important for recruiting to keep the recruits that you have to go out and get the and, and hit the portal uh, for offensive linemen. And Coach made that obvious. I mean, he went all Dion basically, saying we got to hit the portal for offensive linemen. Yep. You know, you, you don't have to be a football he said, And he said, heck, anybody watching knows we got to go out and improve the offensive line, and we've got to do that through the portal with guys that have experience. And so you you got to have that offensive coordinator because what kind of offense are you going to run? What kind of, you know, is it going to be a power run game where you, you know, because that, that's the kind of offensive lineman you want to go get. Or are you going to spread it out? Your offensive lineman, you want a, a little smaller guy that's quicker. Yeah. So a lot depends on this offensive coordinator higher. With, and then KJ, you know, what's he going to do? Right. Is, is, has he played his last game? I'm sure a lot depends, or some of it depends I, on who the next offensive coordinator is. Maybe so, but maybe, you know, the question becomes, do you want him? And that's, you know, that's another conversation. Yes. I think a lot of people would. Um, and maybe the new OC will or won't maybe have a strong opinion about it. Coach Pittman talked about that after the game, too, because a lot of people are wondering, you know, what goes on or what's going on with KJ. He had tweeted or put out something on Instagram that basically it's my last time going or whatever, but maybe it is and maybe it isn't. Here's Coach Pittman on KJ after the game. I don't know. Um, we haven't sat down and spoke about it. Um, I never do until Monday with the guys. So, in all honesty, if he – if he put that out there, that probably means that he's had all the college or all the Arkansas that he, that he wants. I I just haven't talked to him about it. Okay. Well, I'm sure that's a conversation that will be brief. And if I'm if I'm KJ, I gotta feel like I've got my mind made up. Which is, and let's be honest, like he's got to know he's not getting a high NFL grade, right? Yes. So he's thinking. No where, I mean, he's got to be thinking either I really want to be at Arkansas and finish my career here, or he's thinking where can I get paid the most money this last year of this of my career, or you know I'll take my chances to go as a free agent and, and make a squad, a practice squad in the NFL. But the money's so much less than what he can make as a yes. player coming back in college. Yes, it'd be silly at this point not to come back. To me, no, somewhere he he fits the description of a lot, and that's what, what this NIL is great for—a good college player that can make up some money. Before he goes to the NFL, or he may never go to the NFL. Right. And KJ's that perfect example where he can go and make some money either at Arkansas or some other school, five hundred, seven hundred fifty thousand, nine hundred thousand. Right. Well, that's more he's going to make in the NFL, even if he makes the team no as an undrafted player. Mm-hmm. So that, no, that's perfect for him, and that's what he that's where he needs to be thinking right now. How yeah. can I maximize my value for one more year? Yeah, and I don't think he's going to play any worse next year. I mean, you know, I would have thought that. <laughs> I mean, we kind of, I don't want to tempt fate, I mean, because we all thought coming in this season, it's like, well, 
meet with a new OC and it'll be great and blah blah blah, but it didn't work out that way. But I, I got to think. Here's the good news. I don't think he'll be playing behind an offensive line that performs worse than the one he just played. It's behind. impossible. It's one of the worst I've ever seen. Okay. I mean, it is. I mean, yeah. it, and it didn't matter when KJ went out. It wasn't so much it was on KJ. It was on the offensive line. Chris Wilt had zero time to do anything. Right. And that's we'll talk about Chris Wilt coming up in a little bit, too. Is it Chris Wilt or Chris Wilt? Everybody calls him Criswell. I don't see a Z in there. Uh, I've always said Criswell. I wonder how he pronounces it. Uh, well, I didn't find know until we were up here last time that it's Kobe. Kobe Criswell. Everybody here calls him Kobe. They don't call him Jacoby. Oh. They call him Kobe. Huh. Yeah. Kobe? Kobe. Not Colby? They, they dropped the J. Ja, Jacoby. But it's not spelled J-A-C-O-B-E. There's an L in there. There's an L. They don't pronounce Kobe. the L either? Uh-uh. It's Colby. Colby. Maybe the... Well, we'll ask again. But everybody, when we were here last time, we were just called, yeah, Colby. Colby's going to – maybe they say Colby. Well, the dude's a Colby's stud. Gonna, I know yeah. that. I know he's a stud. That's that's for sure. I mean, he's got the arm strength, and I'd love to see him playing behind a highly effective offensive line, get him a couple more weapons. I mean, what, what are the what are the highlights of this season? I mean, season's over. Ooh, highlights. That should be the question. Like, what's the what's – Florida? The, no, but, I mean, uh, what's the what are the things you're excited about? What are the things you're defense, encouraged about? I mean, okay. defense had four, five – Touchdowns and without elite, t- without elite talent over there. I mean, there's Landon. a co- obviously Landon Jackson, but I mean, there's a couple of guys that are solid players, but yeah. some elite Moody. talent. Yeah, maybe. I Means that he's going to be a draft pick somewhere. Yeah. I think okay. those were NFL guys. All right, but that may be it. All right, and then Augusta, if you're excited about for the future, maybe Dominion if he comes back healthy or when he comes back healthy. Yeah. So the running back situation, pretty good. Yeah. Um, I like Armstrong. Okay. Yeah. And, and Tesla, they're good. Tesla didn't get much of a chance, but he showed some flashes. Well, Jacoby and Satania like to get. He he liked. They had a little connection. If Satania grows as a receiver, we've yeah. seen the explosiveness as a return man. I, I guess I'm. I'm, I'm Was Cam Little back most. next year? No. no, I'm encouraged the most Damn. about the. I take everything away from you. And and the stride that they took, and with adding some pieces, that the defense can be better next year. And, I mean, and we've said it before in years past, well, the defense won't be any worse the next year, right? But we learned the lesson and said, well, they, they were worse the next year. I, 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 the offensive line cannot be worse next year. It uh, cannot. Here's my thing. I, I don't know if it's unprecedented, but, I mean, it can be because there's guys that are coordinators or basically play callers that are head coaches. I don't know why Sam Pittman can't get his hands dirty and go be the offensive line coach and the head coach. I don't know why he can't do it. When Steve Campbell was at Central Arkansas, and I realize it's FCS, FBS, I get all that. Take it easy, SEC people. He was the offensive line coach. I don't know why it can't be done. That's his strong yeah. suit. That's what he's great at. I, I think maybe if he had been a head coach for a little bit longer than, you know, one year, two year, three years. Yeah. That he has. He's I, been a head coach for four right years now. Right now he has. And maybe <laughs> now he can. Yeah. He feels comfortable enough as being a head coach. He's been doing it long enough that – he can now step away and be a head coach and help on the offensive line. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If I'm him, I sure as hell am not losing another uh, a lot of games next year because of the offensive line. We may lose seven or eight. We may lose nine or ten. We're not losing because of the offensive line. If I'm him, that ain't the way I'm going out, son. So, Because it's a make-or-break year. And we'll get into that in a second. I do want to talk about what we're uh, snacking on here. And tell me, well, I just want to hear your pronunciation oh. of this. I'm going to take a shot. Elote? Wow, look queso. at you. I grew up in Texas. So yeah, that's was, true. You, know. you want to pop on a headset there, uh, Elias? We don't normally get you for a segment. This is a this is a treat. You know what elote means? No, talk to me. Corn. Wow. It's corn queso. How's that sound? Did somebody tell you that, or did you know that? She wrote it down. <laughs> okay. How are you? Good. How are y'all doing? We're great. We're so happy to have uh, great food. Oh, thank you. I'm glad y'all are here. I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Okay. Can you hear? Uh-huh. You turn your ears up a little bit. Okay, perfect. Um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. However, I'm turkeyed out, so I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Good. I'm glad y'all are here. Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving was great here. So my uh, mom and my sister came in from San Antonio, and my other sister um, came in from Tucson, Arizona. She, She drove in. Nice. I, w- I was joking with her. I was like, well, how long did it take you? Like three days? She's like, well, yeah, it did take me three days. She said, I, I drove <laughs> she just took for her six time. hours. Yeah. Yep. I've done that drive straight through from Des Moines to Tucson. It's 24. Mm-hmm. I'm here, not that bad, but not as bad, but it's still a long ways. Oh. Um, well, listen, I-, I heard you guys had a pretty momentous uh, holiday beyond 
oh, Thanksgiving yeah. part of it. Thanksgiving was great, and so then our oldest daughter, Claudia, got married on Saturday. Yeah, congratulations. That, that was amazing. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. It was beautiful. Oh, we did it at the at the Well. Right. At the Well venue. Yep. So I believe we probably had a little bit over 200 people. And so Elia well. catered for the wedding. <laughs> Elia's, yeah, so we do a lot of catering. We've yeah. been doing a lot of weddings right now. You do a lot of catering outside of Mexican food, I'm told, but your daughter wanted Mexican food. Yeah, I know. I kept saying, hey, y'all want some Monterey chicken, you know, cream mashed potatoes. And then everybody was like, we want Mexican. And I was like, oh, man. You know? <laughs> I was like, fine. But catering has <laughs> become a big part of the business, right? Yes, uh-huh. we do quite a bit. We do at least maybe two to a week. Okay. So, yeah, and it's, you know, small. We can do like, you know, 20 to like 200 so it doesn't really matter it's whatever you want i gotcha so, so, yeah. all right let's talk about this case i don't know that i've had this one is this new or have this, you guys had that this is new so okay. we had it last year but it's kind of seasonal because we bring in the uh queso season or corn season uh, corn okay. <laughs> queso is 24 7 yeah there's no doubt uh, no so the corn we bring in a uh, roasted corn oh nice and so it's really good we uh thank you we um, match it up with a bacon and then cilantro and then our little seasoning that we put in there. So it's really good. I can put this on the camera now. See, that's the good thing about it's this. It's so pretty, I wish too. I could smell it, but oh. you can't. Oh, it's so yummy. I'm trying not to spill it out. Okay. I can't wait to try it. And then I also brought y'all my favorite uh, dish of Elia's is the Cajun tamales. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So if you like Cajun, and we kind of put Cajun and Mexican together. Uh-huh. Um, a little andouille action, yeah, yeah. some shrimp. Andouille, shrimp, oh um, crawfish. Well, it doesn't have shrimp. It has crawfish oh. and andouille. Crawfish, okay. But yeah, I make a, a homemade roux. Oh, so, nice. Yay. That's beautiful. That so. looks great. Can't wait to smash those. Uh, you guys have, we were talking about Razorback here for people who are heading up for the Duke game. You've got some things for folks to pick up on the way, in addition to a great Yeah, meal. I've got a couple of sweatshirts and T-shirts and stuff here. So, okay. I mean, they, they go really quick. So, we've got some. All right. And then we've got a lot of Elias and T-shirts, if anybody's looking for one of those. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And you got other good good gift ideas here. I mean, it's the holiday season. People are, you know, today's Cyber Monday. People are doing their shopping now, and a lot of people are busy over the weekend. But you got some great little things, great stocking stuffer ideas, but good gift yeah, ideas, too. Um, one of the most popular things that we have right now is called the Skinny Mixes, which is syrups that are zero carb, zero, um, what is it, zero carb, zero sugar, and zero calories. Okay. And you can mix them with, like, your water, um, coffee. They're really good with coffee. So I drink black coffee, and yeah. so I've started putting in a raspberry skinny mix, and it's—I don't need any sugar, any creamer. Okay. It's that good. So. I can try one of those. Yeah, sounds we'll very send good. Send y'all home with some of those. Y'all can take them. What? Uh, give everybody your hours here for those who are swinging through this week. Um. Yeah. So we, from Sunday to to Wednesday, we're 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um. Thir- Thursday to Saturday, we close at 9 p.m. Okay. Very good. But seven days a week. But yeah, and if some someone's coming from the game and stuff, we've had a lot of people call and say, hey, you know, are y'all still open? And so, yeah, we, we stay open a little later for the, you know, just give us a call. Well, the Duke game starts at 8.15. Oh, wow. So it won't be over until <laughs> about 10.30. Yeah. So, yeah. By the time they get here. Uh, but you stop for an early dinner on the way yeah, home. On the way definitely. in. Not on the way home. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll be already in bed getting ready for the next day. <laughs> so. Well, for those who swung through here on the way home from the game on Saturday or Friday, this would have been the highlight. I don't know if you guys were even open on Friday, but this would have been the highlight. Yeah, of we were pretty busy Friday. Okay, so good. Yeah. yeah, well, this would have been the only thing for Razorback fans to salve the wound because the game did not do Aww. it. It was brutal. So Kissel makes everything better. Almost always. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Uh, I have a clip here from Coach Pittman, and we're going to get to that in a minute here. And then it led to the conversation of, of Hunter Yurchek. People were beating Hunter Yurchek up on my Twitter all weekend, and I'm a big Hunter Yurchek defender. And people, you know, again, there's people who are delusional. I mean, I, I've said this a million for a million years, and I will reiterate this in another 20 minutes when we get back into this. We don't kiss the university's butt because we get access to the games. We can criticize the coaches. We can criticize the AD. We can criticize the staff. We can criticize the players. We can criticize the mascot. They're not going to take our credentials away. They're not going to keep us from getting access to the ball games. They're not going to stop us from talking about it. They're not going to not allow us on campus. They're not going to allow us into the Fayetteville City limits. Any of you people that believe that, you're delusional and you're insane. Okay? So if we back Hunter Juracek or we say he's doing a good job as an athletic director, it's because we've got maybe a little different view than you do, which is your myopic view that the football program is struggling, which is true. But there's more to an athletic program as an AD than just the football program. But I will say this. Most AD's tenures are determined by how the football program does 
even at Arkansas, where basketball is a huge deal and baseball is bigger than just about everywhere, except for a couple of other schools that are on par. So he has got a make-or-break moment here. This is going to be huge, because if Arkansas rolls out a 3-9 and nine season next year, he's going to be looked at in the same kind of light that Pittman is, because he rolled with them another season. And I realize there are financial constraints, but you're tied to it. I mean, you're, you're basically married to it. So I think... My personal optimistic opinion yeah. is that Juracek has had enough conversations with Coach Pittman that he believes that Sam does have a plan that can lead to success. Yeah, yeah, and the people that really that matter, and I'm not saying the fans out here that oh you got to fire Juracek don't matter because fans do matter. Sure, but for the mo- the people who matter and that have a lot of power, they understand what's going on, and I don't think Hunter Juracek's job's not on the line. Uh, Hunter Yurchek's job would be on the line for the when he makes the next move, and if that guy doesn't work out, then he could be in a little trouble. Yeah. But even if next year's a disaster, Hunter Yurchek is going to take care of business. He's going to get rid of the coach, and then he'll hire a new coach. Yeah. Then that's when it's going to really matter. He's he's got too much goodwill for people that that are in a powerful position. Well, everything else is thriving. I mean, really, everything else is thriving. Volleyball is a you know national seed, and I realize a lot of people don't care. But, obviously, men's basketball is going to be an elite program for the foreseeable future. Baseball's an elite program. Track and field's elite. I mean, there's so many things. Golf. I mean, th- things that you may or may not care about. But, as the AD, you have to care about everything. Women's sports, the non-revenue sports, it's all part of the process. So, I'll give you this. I think he's going to be looked at a little bit differently if things are a disaster next year. For sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. People are just mad because he didn't do what they wanted him to do. And that's fire the coach. Yeah. Well, you don't always get what you want. Well, you also have to have an answer that's better than the option you have now. And you've got to have the money, too. Yes. And they're not forking over the $18 million to pay off the head coach. Keith, I know you want to talk some high school sports. I heard you and Wes chopping it up. We'll get to that here in a little bit. I got to go to one of the best high school football games I've ever seen in person this last uh, Saturday. Or Friday night, excuse me. Friday night. Everything runs together. It's a long <laughs> no weekend. Uh, I, we didn't even put on a wedding. It was a long weekend. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, L.A., last thing I wanted to mention. Anything else that's new that people need to look out for? Or something else that's seasonal besides what we got? What did, you, what did we just get out here? That looks like that's what I need is some green. I need some veggies. We've got some broccoli going over here. Oh, that's our, our popular Keith special. It's our uh, Mexican hibachi. We've kept that on the menu, and it's it's really good. It's got a bed of rice, and then you've got all your veggies, your broccoli, squash, zucchini, uh, onions, tomato, and you, you can pick your meat. Um, That's you can do beauty. shrimp, steak, chicken. That one has all the meat. So. There's just some yum yum. So. You're watching on video, and there's about 50 people watching live right now. Uh, that's a good look at it. I mean, that looks really healthy. It is gorgeous. Yeah, the guys in the kitchen, um, I have to praise them. They do such beautiful plates, and, you know, it's got to be pretty to, before it comes out. So I want to wrap it up in a tortilla, though, and put queso on it, because that's, that's how wealthy <laughs> I am right now. We'll I'm make that happen. I quit. I've given up on everything right now. Well, thanks for having us up today. Um, and, again, you're folks, welcome. 11 a.m., if you're swinging up there, you've got plenty of time to get through and eat before the Duke game or any of the basketball games. And many of them will be afternoon games, so it is a great place to stop in and fill up after the game. And uh, on your way home, it's a good way to knock it out. So, awesome. Saturday afternoon games. Come Love on it. back Saturday night. Yeah, right here. we'll be here. We also have, like, taco boxes. If they're on the go, on the run, come in and pick up a $10 taco box. Oh, that's good. Two but tacos, rice and beans, and a mini cheese dip. They sometimes could, my yeah. wife is running behind. Oh, yeah? yeah and I just have come to, get one. Can't come in and sit down because yeah. we were going to, but we're a little behind schedule. Yeah. Just get a taco box yes. and get it's back on track. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got to hit a break. I appreciate y'all. Thank we'll y'all. talk to you again soon. Uh, Keith, you stick around. We'll talk some football with you coming up. we got Clint Sterner coming on as well. I'm sure he's got some very strong opinions about what he saw on Friday. And, you know, it's interesting. It was after the, what was the game where we were talking about, and Clint's like, yeah, I don't think you can go forward uh, like this. It was. I think it was after. Yeah. Yeah, Mississippi yeah. State game. That's yeah. right. And, uh, and they did go on, and then this happens to finish the season. And uh, he got a little snarky, too, with Trey Biddy, and we're going to play that clip coming up, too, and we'll dive into that. That's a whole nother, whole nother realm about uh, this whole debacle. But uh, anyway, debacle may be a bit strong. I, again, I, I keep telling people, look, the final chapter is yet to be written, and I don't want to be too harsh right now because there is still, you know, you get another season, so we'll see. But, yeah, again, if you, if you get another three-win season – there's going to be a lot of I told you so's out there because there are people just waiting in line. Oh, yeah. But that's always the case, isn't it? 
All right, we got to hit a break. We'll be back in a second here at L.A.'s Mexican Grill. We are in Moralton, 1700 University Boulevard. I know it because it's right there on our video screen. Good work, Christian. 501-208-5625 if you want to call ahead for your order. But why not hang out? What a great setting. And right off the interstate, conveniently located. Much more coming up from Coach Pittman and uh, Clint Sterner on the other side. Big O Tires had a huge weekend. It was their, you know, Black Friday. A lot of people had a great sale, but the deals don't quit happening at Big O Tires. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see all the great deals. You know, you can't choose, pick and choose when you need tires. Sometimes it just happens. You run over something, you got to go get a tire. Well, Big O Tires will take care of you. Cabot and Conway. Conway, their own Hark Rider and Cabot is Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. And don't forget, Big O Tires does much more than just tires. They have mechanics on hand to take care of your car. So if there's something wrong, swing on by. Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway, let them take care of you. It's Big O Tires, the team we trust. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. This is SportsCenter. Conference championship games are set in the Power Five for this coming week. On Friday night at 7 o'clock, it's number 6 Oregon and number 4 Washington in the final Pac-12 championship game. Then on Saturday at 11 a.m., it's Oklahoma State and Texas in the Big 12 championship game. At 3 o'clock on CBS, number 1 Georgia takes on number 8 Alabama in the SEC championship game. Then at 7 o'clock on Fox, it's Michigan and Iowa in the Big 10 championship game. And also at 7 o'clock on ABC, Florida State takes on Louisville. A couple others to hit here in Conference USA. It's New Mexico State and Liberty. In the MAC, it's Toledo and Miami of Ohio. Boise State takes on UNLV in the Mountain West Championship game. SMU and Tulane in the AAC. And then also in the Sun Belt, it's App State and Troy. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. The end of the year is going to be here before you know it. You know what that means. Great deals on a new ride. Alcoa Community FCU has some of the most aggressive auto loan rates in central Arkansas. Apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org for your next auto loan. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is chicken and sausage jambalaya for only $7.49 per pound with roasted potatoes and peppers for $4.99 per pound. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club. An all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at lrac.com. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Welcome back. Wait, what is this trash? Turn on some real music. That's more like it. Welcome back in the zone with Justin Agri and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, caught. Emmanuel Sanders, 
Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Goes to a oh. wide open receiver. It's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! Welcome back to Elliot's Mexican Grill here in Moralton. We are smashing. And uh, I guess if you're a Razorback fan right now, it's a great place to come and eat your feelings because it was not a very good weekend to be a fan. Football team got trounced against Missouri. Basketball team lost two out of three in Atlantis and was fortunate to get the one victory they did get. And let's bring in Clint Sterner now, who was already uh, a little bit concerned going into the weekend. And, Clint, I think I asked you last week what scenario Arkansas could play out where they could win the game. And I think you said, I don't believe there is one. But we were all hoping for it to be a little more competitive than it turned out to be, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, look, to, to say the least, man, I mean, it's the first Arkansas game that I turned off at halftime. I mean, I just completely um, turned off at halftime, and I and I had, I had to be honest with you, I had zero, I had zero in me, left in me to watch it from the jump, but the uh, the, the Razorback in me made me sit down and watch it, and, and it was exactly what, what I expected it to be. And, and um, look, if there was a chance the defense was going to have to shut that offense down and make it a four-quarter game and, and – Hell, the, the straighter kid, who, look, he's an absolute beast. I mean, he went out there and went for – I don't know what he ended up going for in the game, but I know he went for damn near 200 in the first half. And, and um, you know, in that within that first half, I saw enough that, that uh, made me stick to my stomach, so I shut it off, I'm being completely honest with you. Well, that's that's honesty right there. Um, I'm going to play no, the I mean, clip just, here. Come, it's just, it's yep. just, it's just I get so it. I did too, but I get it. Right. <laughs> look, I mean, it's just – it's one thing to lose. It's one thing to have a bad season. Uh, look, it's one thing to get your ass kicked, but it's it's another thing when, um, you know, it, it's it's just clear. Two things that really bothered me that put me in a spot to turn it off is num- number one. I think in that first half, you could tell that, that again the culture uh, within the program is not good. Sam Pittman appears to again to have lost the locker room with guys just just doing whatever the hell they want to, cheap shots on guys and, and, and all the, the fighting and the and the flags and I mean, you know, that just that just is a that is the ultimate selfish move by a player. Um, and then other players jumping on and piling on and it's okay and we just keep moving on and, and there's no there's no meet like I would meet guys at the numbers, you know, and that, and, and we don't see any of that meeting coaches meeting guys at the numbers and giving it to them and letting them know we, that ain't how we play ball here. Um that number one and the number two for me, Justin, was, you know, Sam Pittman is an offensive-minded head coach uh, with a specialty in offensive line play. And I feel like the one thing that we should, as a fan base, um, we should feel very comfortable about is the offensive line play. And look, I'm not talking about if guys just flat can't get it done. I understand that. I mean, you, there, there is a... There is a huge hurdle for Arkansas to get over from a recruiting standpoint to have offensive and defensive linemen like everybody else in the country. So you got to do more with less. But if, if we can't, as an offense, if we can't go out there and we can't execute the very basic protection, uh, I think it was the first drive of the game, they bring the four down linemen and a fifth rusher from, from the right side of K.J. It's a sack. K.J. ends up getting hurt the next drive. Then, then uh, Chriswell goes in. And we somehow leave a defensive end, one of their better players, completely unblocked with his hand in the dirt, just outside the guard and tackle there. I, I, like those kind of things, I've got to believe with Sam Pittman as your head coach, we've got to be able to execute the very basic fundamental pass protections in run game. And, and the fact that we can't, Justin, just, I mean, it just chaps, it, it hurts, man. It, you, it's you hard sound, to watch. You sound very upset and frustrated as a former player and a fan. Well, yeah, I can't imagine I mean, look, how your mother was on Saturday. Just, I'm not this ain't this thing. I really I, look. I like Sam Pittman. I want Sam Pittman to work out, but mm-hmm. the post game press conferences are, are another thing. It's just when you're getting skull drugged um, by by mediocre teams, and then a good team comes in here and beats you. And, and you know, he got asked about the offensive coordinator, and and the response is, I don't know. Hopefully, I, hopefully, I'm paraphrasing here, but hopefully, uh, a guy that can run the ball. No, no, I mean you're. You're you're an offensive-minded head coach with a specialty in offensive line play like that. The one thing we should be able to do, hell, if, if he wants to hire me as an offensive coordinator, the one thing we should be able to do with 
a highly paid offensive line coach and Sam Pittman as your head coach is is run the ball and basic protect. I mean, those are the things that that just it, it get, leaves me with very little hope. If I'm being honest. Okay, I got two questions. Uh, first of all. Should he sink his teeth into the offensive line? Should he become the offensive line coach slash head coach? Yes. I mean, look, I don't care who has the title. I mean, you can only have so many coaches. But, but I mean, you know, it's clear that he, the, the guy that was once the best offensive line coach in America, has, has obviously passed the torch and, and allowed somebody else to do it, and the offensive line play has, has slipped considerably this year. Um, and and I, I think if, if I'm Sam Pittman, Look, I like Cody Kennedy. I don't think Cody Kennedy is a bad offensive line coach. I, I just think, for whatever reason, um, you know, it's 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 been neglected this year. Whether it's not neglected, not the right word. Whether it's new system, whatever it may be, it's been ineffective. I, I'm just at, I'm at a point where when you got a, a, an offensive line coach that's making seven hundred and a head coach that's an offensive line specialty, the damn it, the offensive line play's got to got to got to be better. And if I'm Sam Pittman, I'm gonna stand up on that podium. I'm gonna tell everybody, hey. Look, we had our offensive line play was not good this year. We didn't run the football effectively after after being one of the best run games in America under Kendall Browse. I'm an offensive line guru. I am going to get this right. You you can you, we may not win a game next year, but we're going to have one of the best offensive lines in America. I mean, that's, that's what to I said. Me, that's that's got to be my, good my thing is if they win three games next year, it won't be because the offensive line play is not good. If I'm Sam Pittman, I'm like we we may lose a lot next year, but we're not going to lose because of that. That's my number one thing, and that's what I just said in a couple segments ago. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. What style of OC, or does it matter? Are there a lot of styles you think they can work? Who, what, what do they need to do from an offensive coordinator standpoint to win games next year, assuming the offensive line part gets fixed? Well, I, I think, again, I think you've got to have a strong identity. Whether, whether it's an air raid identity or it's the power spread identity or it's a pro style identity, whatever, whatever your identity is, come in, install it, and live and die with it. Um, make the game, uh, it doesn't have to be simple, but make it less difficult for the quarterback. Because in the college game, you're going to rotate, if you get a good quarterback, you're going to have him for two, three years max, and he's out. So you're going to have to rotate guys through here. So you've got to, You've got to have a, 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 a some verbiage and a way to communicate where it, it's not NFL like. We've all seen the John Gruden, Chris Sims highlight of him dog cussing Chris Sims at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice. Like it can't be that. And I think Dan Enos has a lot of that in him, right? It's a special. It is a, a very cerebral quarterback, um, which is hard to find at the college level. There's a handful of them, right? In, in all of America, right? There's a handful of them. So you got to have a very cerebral Brandon Allen, Austin Allen type of quarterback. To, to run that system, and so so not nothing. I, I don't. I, I want to get completely away from from all that stuff. To where football is not that difficult, right? But have an idea. Number one, have an identity. Um, number two, I would appreciate it if you had a, a quarterback background so that you know exactly what the guys are going through and, and what's difficult, what's not difficult, why things are, are need to be easier and communicated more more cleanly. Um, that that would help. But I, look, I, I don't think. This isn't, for me, a pigeonhole. I mean, the problem is, is we had a very specific Kendall Browse, K.J. Jefferson match that was really good because it was a perfect fit, and then you lose Kendall and all, all hell breaks loose, right? So now you're going to lose K.J., and, and what kind of system do you want to have in place? Is it, um, is it player-specific, like what Kendall and K.J. worked out? You know, they worked really well together. Uh, or is it something where you got a you've got an identity, and this is exactly what we're going to do, and we're going to recruit to this identity? Clint, try to put yourself in KJ's shoes. What what would you be thinking? What would you do? Oh man, that, that's a tough one because I mean, here's <clears throat> if I'm KJ Jefferson, I, my my I'm going I'm going to make at least a half a million dollars next year somewhere. Um, the problem, the problem for me personally is I don't think that's the best thing for Arkansas. So it's probably not at Arkansas, and that's a hell of a thing to say about a guy that just broke every every damn record in the in the uh, in the record books. But I just I think he's got to find somebody. If I'm KJ, I find somebody in America that wants my style. TCU would would probably be a <laughs> be one of those guys in the mix with Kendall Bryles being there, but somebody that. Uh, that is in a position that needs a starting quarterback immediately. That fits my that fits my my identity as a quarterback because I'm a run first guy, and have a chance to go make a half a million dollars and have a chance to go possibly win a national championship. That that's where my mind would be if I'm KJ Jefferson. 
the, the flip side of that is, is I, I believe K.J. Jefferson's mind is more into let me develop for the NFL, let me go somewhere where uh, a guy can develop me, and, and I personally just don't believe that's K.J.'s ticket. Um, I think he's got to go have a hell of a year and then worry about those NFL hurdles in his, after his final season as he's preparing for the NFL. Going somewhere that's that's a, a pass-oriented, progression-oriented offense like we saw with Dan Enos, I just think that's going to that's gonna plummet K.J. Jefferson's stock. Whereas if he goes somewhere and plays really well and he runs the football really well and he does all those things, he can worry about impressing NFL minds later on. So I, I think it's a, it's a mixed bag. If you're K.J., you got to go make some money. You got to go. You, you got to go. Hopefully, win a national championship. And if you're Arkansas, I, I think you got to you got to pull some of the NIL money back and use it elsewhere. Do they need to be in the market for a quarterback, or is Chriswell the guy? Oh, I think you can win with Chriswell. There's no question about it. He's not he's not limited at all from a from a you know a tangible standpoint. I, I think if if you know, the question is how good can he be? I know he's got a I know he's got an NFL arm. Um, you know, but but right now I would feel very comfortable if I were Sam Pittman with the ability to to win, whether it's in an air raid system or a power spread system. Um, there, there are no limitations, if you will, schematically with Jacoby Criswell. Like when it comes to stretching the field, sideline to sideline, all the all the off platform, you know, dropping the arm slot and 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 making all the the, the more the quicker. Uh, RPO screen throws, he can do that as good as anybody in the country. And then driving the football down the field, he can do it as well as anybody in the country. Now, I, I haven't worked with Chris Well over the last three years, so I, I, mentally, I don't know how he's taken to the college game. But I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume he's done a pretty good job, given that he went in there and he, and he won the second the second string spot, um, and and apparently played really well at practice, according to according to uh, Sam Pittman. So I'm going to assume that's okay. Um, I think you're always in the business for a quarterback, guys. But but to me, I think you win with Chris Well. Clint, thank you. Good luck. All right, boys. Y'all be good. All right, we will. Thanks, Clint. Clint Sterner joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Had a big weekend at Guatney Chevrolet. Great Black Friday sale. Well, they're... They've got a lot of trade-ins over the weekend because they sold a lot of new cars. And when they have a lot of trade-ins, that means they got some great deals for previously owned vehicles. Right now, used track as low as $299 per month. Used Sparks as low as $299 per month. Used Rogues as low as $174 per month. All offers are with approved credit. Go check out the huge car, used car liquidation sale going on at Guadney Chevrolet. Go to the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Find out the car you want. Then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet and the used car liquidation sale. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Draft the ultimate lunch lineup starting at $7.99. Choose from a combination of half sandwiches, soup, salads, and more. Only at Twin Peaks. Take your yard up to the next level with a Caddy's Touch landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. A Caddy's Touch landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. A Caddy's Touch landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. I have lots of fragrance lovers on my list, and Ulta Beauty has all I need to add joy to their holiday season. Shop your favorite fragrances from YSL, Carolina Herrera, Valentino, and Ariana Grande's new exclusive Cloud Pink scent. Plus, with a fragrance purchase of $70 or more, get a plush robe or throw, valued at $70, while supplies last. Shop the gifts that bring joy to everyone on your list this holiday season, especially you. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. 
Cyber Golden Gable deals are going on now at Lowe's. Right now, get the best deals of the season. Like up to 40% off select pre-lit artificial Christmas trees, holiday lights, and more. Plus, get up to 50% off select tools and accessories from brands like DeWalt, Craftsman, and Cobalt. Start shopping today to find these savings in-store and online. Because Lowe's knows deals. Vow to 11:27 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles, suspensions and after-treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440, 501-568-2185. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Acri and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. She see money all around me. Coach, with uh, Hunter giving you his backing for next year and just generating, trying to generate some momentum going into the offseason, with this performance, how how do you generate that um, going into the offseason? I don't know. Somebody else. Nope. That ain't it. Welcome back to Elliott's Mexican Grill. Justin Acri, Wes Moore, and our buddy Keith hanging out with us, too. And uh, appreciate y'all having us up here today, buddy. We're going to... Talk a little bit about what's going on on the hill right now, but uh, I want to congratulate you. I hear uh, you got on the track and got, got a little race win the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, not a little one. I got a big race win. What's yeah, the problem? Yeah, I got a big one. Yeah, I had a... Uh, Where was it? Uh, the Nationals were held in Plummerville, Arkansas. Let's go! Yeah, they, they leased the racetrack, and there were so many people. It, it was the biggest event around here that's been in a long time. I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time, and... Uh, what do you run? Randy Weaver came and drove for me, and we won the Factory Stock National Championship in, for Arkansas down there, and uh, won a little money and throw pride, I guess. I don't know. I got a funny feeling, and I don't we know anything. <laughs> I got a funny feeling that racing, uh, racing cars a little bit like racing horses is that you don't do it necessarily for the money. You do it for the love of the sport. I do my super late models. Uh, hey, pop your mic up just a hair, Keith. Yeah, I... Uh, there you go, bud. That, that's we do that kind of racing for the fun. Yeah. Uh, my super late models that we race all over the United States. Now, when I'm doing those, I, I I don't know really how to say it, but that's what built Elias. Okay. Huh. I won some big races about okay. ten years ago, and that's what built Elias. Yeah. As an owner, and, or as, uh, a, as a driver, as uh, as an owner. Okay. And. Uh, a lot of people just didn't know that. I mean, we travel all over the United States, and and uh, I've had some great drivers and Did famous, that. famous drivers, you know, that are in all kinds of places. So you're now. like the bandit. You do yeah, it. For, you I do it for the money, the, for the glory, yeah. and for the fun. Yeah, mostly for the money. Mostly for the money. That's back exactly then, right. But we go to some of these locals. Like the other night, I brought Randy Weaver in from out of Little Rock, and Randy is a great, great uh, full body car driver, and uh, I, th- I think he's probably. Uh, the only person I can consider better than myself in that class. Okay. And uh, I wanted to do it with him. We're the same age. We raced against each other in the 80s. And I want to tell Randy thank you. It was a great time. The old dream team came together, and we uh, kind of spanked up on all the young guys. You're a big dude for a race car driver. I mean, guys with the right drive uh, race cars are typically more... Yeah. Well, my size. Frankly. Yeah, they don't know it when I'm inside that car. Well, that's true, but I just feel bad about you being wedged up in there. I mean, are you? you is it a tight, cramped well, spot for you? I thought about being a jockey, but you know, 
<laughs> that definitely is not a good fit. No, that didn't work out. So i got to talk about this Sam Pittman situation, and I've talked about it before. Here's the thing. And I had some lady came out and she's like, oh, you don't know what it's like, poor Sam Pittman. And I said, well, here's the deal. I think the Arkansas media is more than fair. I think the Arkansas media also happens to be a group of guys who are generally, and gals, who are generally rooting for Arkansas to be successful. You don't want to cover a team that stinks. And I think Sam gets a pretty fair treatment from the media. I've seen him snark at a couple of guys like Tom, like Trey. And these are guys who are, especially Trey, are fans of the program. And it disappoints me. And the thing is, look, if you want to be snarky, you got to go win nine games a year. You don't get to be snarky after the season you just had. And I don't think Sam's a snarky guy generally. And I understand he's tired. He's frustrated. But it's really simple. And I mean, I could sit, and I don't want to be like condescending because I really respect Sam, but it's like, we could sit down for 20 minutes and we can go over just a few high points of things to do in those situations, and that ain't it. Yeah. Because you've got the fan base. Like, people are rooting for you when you're doing well. People are 100% excited. Like, I would much rather root for Sam Pittman doing well than a guy like Petrino doing well. But I would take Petrino's attitude and his background <laughs> versus and win nine a year than win three a year with a nice guy. So yeah. they want you to do well, so you can't. Give away the one thing that is like you're absolute. Everybody likes you as a person, but there's a lot of people who are saying, I like Sam, but... I would he, jump he, in a foxhole with him. You would? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. Okay. He's getting paid millions of dollars. Well, I don't like to see him be snarky with guys like Trey Betty. Like That's that. a fair question. It wasn't mean. It wasn't hateful. It was a fair question. And you got to come up with some BS answer. Look, if you got to make something up, that's fine. If you don't even believe what you're saying, that's okay. It's theater of the mind. And some people say, well, the media is not necessary. Well, guess what? They get to ask the questions that you don't get to ask. Because they're going to ask the tough questions, too, but they're going to do it in a respectful way. And they've always been pretty kind to him. What I didn't get was <clears throat> Pittman came back around a couple minutes later and answered the question. And he answered it okay. You know, what changed in his uh, Did he, he realize, you know, I shouldn't have done that yeah. when Trey asked another question? and. And, and there are just times where you're just like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Why Why would you do that? And because the answer he gave, I'm not going to say it was great when he came back around and answered it, but it was okay. It was sufficient. And that's all Trey was asking. Well, he's not getting good advice. That's the bottom line to I me. I don't think he's getting any. Here's the thing. there. If you think coaching ball is your only job as a college football coach in the SEC, you are completely crazy. That is, that is a small, small portion of the job. It is that you are a CEO, and it is, it is managing your players, it is managing your coaches, it is managing, I'm sorry, it is the media and fan expectations. It's making your boss happy, it's dealing with boosters. There's a lot of stuff that being a ball coach has nothing to do with as a head coach of an SEC program. And you either accept that and thrive on it, or you fail miserably. And I hate to see him act that way when it's real simple to handle that part of the job. That's the part that you're good at. You're a nice guy. Yeah. Don't ruin that part of it. Whether or not you're successful on the field is yet to be determined. But you, you can't be success, uh, unsuccessful off the field because that's your that's your calling card is that you're a good dude that everybody likes and is rooting for. And that should be easy to do during tough times. Just keep being a good guy. Yep. Anyway. But be a fighter. Yeah. It's like he laid down. Well, his team obviously did yeah. not have a lot of gumption. No. The other thing that must be pointed out, too, is they played a Missouri team that's way better than them right now. Oh, I agree. So there's that. I agree. There's yeah. the music, which means we're up against the top of the hour. Let's let's hit the break real quick. We'll come back and talk about what's happening here at Elliot's Mexican Grill. Blast Reopen. into a new year with the Rocketman Show. A tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for the Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling